Miller High Life light there. Ooh, tasty. All right, guys, let's do this in three, two, one. Hey, everybody. If you look at your calendar, you guessed it. It's the day that Sports Thursday guys hate. It's Sports Wednesday. Fantastic. So 90s grunge. Again, I think our, our platform was dialing your volume down in or out, but I think it just added to the effect this week. Sweet. Oh, absolutely. It highlights the uh, vocals. That's right. And good job there, Coach, on the intro. Thank you. All right, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. I'm Pete Brown, your host, the big man on campus. These are my co-hosts. First up, he just released a new pan flute album called Songs in the Key of Blatt. <laughs> It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm good. This is a big episode here. You did the show sheet for the first time. Yeah, so. we'll see how see. it goes. It could be my first and last. It could be first and last, though. Very exciting. All right. And uh, joining me from the Hake House basement, he's a cancer survivor, but now the only things sick about him are his nasty guitar riffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Good. I'm feeling limber. I got a little bike ride in tonight. <sighs> First training ride. That's exciting. We'll talk about that a little later for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Before we get into it, I just uh, want to let you all know you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Wednesday singular. Uh, we got 744 followers today. I haven't, uh, haven't been working the Twitter as hard as I usually do this past week. That's all right. How are we doing on Instagram there, Maestro? Let me check. So again, on Instagram, you can follow us at Sports Wednesday, and uh, you'll see lots of great, great uh, visuals created by the maestro. We are at 57, fellas. 57. Woo, my goodness. (laughs) I'm going to throw it out there. We're going to have 100 followers before the end of the year. Oh, yeah. I like it. Before the end of the summer, Peter. Nice. Oh, wow. The maestro is confident. We got Hicks on the lake coming up here. I'm going to get at least 40 there. That's right, Maestro. Are we going to be without you for a couple of weeks? Uh, just next week. Just next week? All right. I already talked to my buddy, Tall Sean. He's going to stand in for me. We'll be good. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, Coach, you want to walk us through this? Uh, since this is your show, let's let's kick it off with Act One. Yeah, but I want some music, so give me some music. Oh, shit. Here comes Nice. All right. So this is act one, which I labeled the sports dead zone, because right now we are in between. There's no NFL. NBA just finished. There's no college football, college basketball. All we're left with is the fringe sports and baseball. So it's technically what they call the dead zone. That's why they always have the worst uh, award show ever, the ESPYs during this time, because ESPN is trying to fill the slot. Mm. So we are going to quickly go through what's going on in the dead zone. So you guys want to start or do you want me to start? 
Why don't you kick us off with baseball? All right, so baseball. I'm going to be a quick and dirty, down and dirty update. We're right at the halfway mark. All-Star game's coming up next week, which by far, hands down, best All-Star game played. Um, So we're at the halfway point, and right now it's pretty much chalk. Uh, Nothing compelling since the last time we talked about baseball. Um, So I'm just going to basically say if the playoffs started right now, um, these are the teams that would be in it. So in the American League, it'd be Boston, Cleveland, Houston, and the wild card game would be New York and Seattle. And then in the National League, it'd be Atlanta, Milwaukee, Arizona, and the wild card would be Philly and Chicago. So just by throwing that out there, hearing those teams, how many of those teams do you think will be there come September? You can take that to the bank. Hmm. So in the American League, it's Boston, Cleveland, Houston. Those would be the division winners, yeah. winners, and then New York and Seattle. Yeah, I think that's pretty. That's pretty solid guess there. Um, my, my, the National League, you don't have Washington in there at all. Is that correct? They're not in there. No. Yeah, that would be my only thought that maybe the Nationals are going to make make some moves and and move up the charts here. Yeah, what were your what were your national teams? National League teams? Again? National League would Atlanta, Milwaukee, Arizona, and the wild card right now today would be Philly and Chicago. Mm. That's I don't know that much is going to change, sadly. I mean, you're, and Pete, you nailed it. The only team I give any chance if Washington makes some moves and starts, they're five and a half out though. God, they are starting to slide. And then possibly, possibly the Giants. Possibly the Giants. They could be a surprise. Oh yeah, we were talking about them last week. Yes, sir. The Giants. So, uh, coach. Coach, I have a pretty pretty critical baseball question here that I have to ask you. Okay. Uh, the the past two weeks, we spent no small amount of time on this show uh, just explaining why the Cincinnati Reds are terrible. Oh, and, God. Uh, not only have they beat your Cleveland Indians the last two nights, oh. tonight they scored seven runs in with two outs in the ninth inning yes. to beat the Indians 7-4 to four after Trevor Bauer threw a masterful eight innings, 12 strikeouts game. The bullpen in Cleveland just <laughs> sucks. Absolutely, they fell apart. No, but it was like a little league game. You know, when you have one of those games yes. where everybody yeah, everything's going wrong and the Reds scored seven runs. Is this karmic payback? I think it is because as I sat there watching it, I'm like, okay, they'll, they'll get the next out. It's four to one. It's four to three. They'll get the next out. And then Joey Votto comes up and he breaks my heart. I mean, it is karma. I, I, if, if you're listening, Cincinnati crew, I'm eating this one. This is a shit, sham- shit shit sandwich that I'm eating right now because that's karma. Of course, if the Reds had listened to you and gotten rid of Joey Votto a couple of weeks ago, then the Indians I would be safe right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so. Hey, you know, to be fair though, Coach, you did say Cincinnati is a baseball town. They are yes, baseball. That's team. right. We had nice things to say about Cincinnati. I did. I don't hate them, and For I example, do want to say to all those Cincinnati guys, even with their win tonight. They've actually gone farther back. They were 12 and a half last time I talked. Now they're 14 games back. So Harsh. Well, what I like about Cincinnati is when they um, need you to repeat yourself, they say, please. Yeah, <laughs> please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the natty. If we, if we had Cincinnatians on our, on our sports podcast, it would be uber polite. <laughs> <laughs> they are polite in Cincinnati. So it's just people from Canada and people from Cincinnati, and it's just, please, sorry, please, sorry. Please. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then uh, we're moving into World Cup. I'm talking about the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That Excellent. is correct. So, I got to give it up for Croatia, man. They just keep winning. Oh, they man. Russia. Did you guys watch that? 
that uh, shootout? No, I had to follow it. Oh. And uh, and then uh, France defeated Maestro's Uruguay. Um, looked pretty easy for them, to be honest. So that then France and Belgium played today. I watched and that. Co- Coach, yeah, you watched it, and you said there the, there was a ton of flopping going on. And, and from what I read, I didn't get to watch the game, but it was a sloppy win for France. It, it was, and it wasn't. It wasn't a technical game. There were there were some good runs, but God, every time either team hit the ground, it was so dramatic. It, it, I was starting to. I mean, I almost didn't want to watch the rest of the game. It turned me off that much. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you what: we are guaranteed a great final now because. Uh, Croatia and England, well, they you're listening to this on Wednesday. They're playing on Wednesday uh, in the semifinal, and either of those teams move forward. An England-France final will be huge, and a Croatia-France final will be huge. Oh, it, 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 you're guaranteed a great final. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be Croatia. I'm pulling for the you, Croats. Anything else you, you, you got on the World Cup? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> no, you guys got it covered. I just I know I know I haven't really watched much of it, but I I, I was at the uh, it was before the wedding, and we were we were waiting for like folks to show up, and we were watching the the shootout, and I was loving every minute of it. Noise. So, what do you guys think of the shootout? Because I have a feeling about that. I hate it. I hate the shootout more than oh, life really? itself. A, a former goalie hates the shootout. Yeah, go figure. Right. Shootout's part of my final thoughts. Save it for final thoughts, yeah, man. Save it. <laughs> yeah. We did talk about this before, though, because it, it really is a guessing game for the goalie. I mean, it is. That takes a good a good deal of skill out of it, but I like it better than a coin flip. Yeah, that does. It it definitely beats that. Not it by builds, much, though. It builds tension well, and it's uh, it's good TV. Yeah. It it, mm. it works for the casual fan, which is what we're, ta- we're catering to. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's talk about Wimbledon. Is that tennis? Is that, <laughs> is that, that table tennis? It is. And honestly, I, I got to tell you, I stumbled on it. I was like, holy crap, Wimbledon. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tennis major. It's probably, you know, if you were to compare Pete's favorite sports, tennis and golf, Wimbledon would be like the Masters. You know, it's like the it's, it's the fancy one. Um, it's the it's the cherished cup. It's the cherished trophy. Um and from what I was able to uh, mine from my quick skim, uh, Serena is uh, playing out of her out of her mind right now. Which, to the casual fan, you may think, "Well, yeah, Serena always wins," but she pretty much took last year off to have a baby. And she, going into Wimbledon, she was ranked one eighty one. Whoa! Um, but she's That's into, low. It is low, but she's in the semis. She made it into the semis, and just by making it to the semis, she's now ranked fifty eight. So she is, uh, she's doing well. And then Nadal, who's traditionally um, injured by Wimbledon, is actually healthy this year. <laughs> and uh, he's playing well, which, which is probably not good for Federer. So it'll probably come down to those, those two and a couple other no-namers in the, <laughs> in the uh, semis. And I, but I, I feel like Nadal's going to win it. So there you go. Nadal, Serena. All right, there you go, Wimbledon. All right, Wimbledon, and that is uh, that goes on through July fifteenth. So that's on through the end of this weekend, I believe. Correct. Cool. All right. Very good. So free agency. We're talking NBA free agency, coach. Yeah, and it started out with a bang with LeBron, but it's really kind of gone to a whimper. Where 
Um, the big name Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Spurs, the forward that is pretty much supposed to turn the tables in the West. Uh, I, I don't know if he's going to get traded. And if he does, I don't think he'll get traded until um, next year during their trade deadline. It sounds like the Spurs are going to play hardball. And the, so that, so we're, it sounds like LeBron's going to just have a rough year. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it makes sense. He plays one year with this. I mean, they added a cast like a like Lance Stevenson, who's basically his his um, rival. You know, the the guy that blow, blows in his ear, <laughs> and then you've got Rajon Rondo. So I think they're just going to try to see how far they can go with this crew. If they get to the first or second round, that's fine. And then next year they're going to going to be able to sign. Well, hopefully Kawhi Leonard, and if not, I don't know what they're going to do. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of movement. Kawhi came out pretty much came out and said he didn't want to be anybody's right hand man. Yeah, but and 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 that he's. I'll tell you what he misplayed this whole thing by coming out and saying that he'd only go to the Lakers. It hurts the Spurs' ability to trade him, so now he can't get traded anywhere because everybody knows, well, I'm not giving you a king's ransom because he wants to come here. It's the same thing that happened with Paul George. So he hurt himself. Now he can't get traded, and he might have to spend the whole year in San Antonio. So let me ask you this, Coach. About the only news of interest that I could see in the free agent market was that the Thunder is allowing Carmelo Anthony to meet with teams. Yeah, they outright released him. Is there is there a way for Melo to go to the Lakers and reinvigorate his career, or is he done? so? No, and 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 really, the 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 there's two teams that have major interest in him, and Chris Paul of Houston is Houston is one of the places, and he's pushing hard to get him. And I think if he played in that type of offense, uh, Harden, Paul, and Paul can distribute. I think he would flourish there. I think playing with LeBron, I don't see it. I, I actually, I've heard more rumors that what I mentioned on last week that Kevin Love might be on his way out to Los Angeles. So cool. that would be the thing to look for because I think he would fit much better than Melo. Well, that means Seti Osmond's going to get some playing time for the Cavs, and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I always forget, but like there is this summer league that goes on, and how how do they determine what players play in the summer league and what just get to work out? So you basically get. Your, your picks, if they're signed, they get to play. And then you can add any of your players on there, basically, uh, you know, at the back end. It's basically guys on your back end. And then you pull from your G League. Yeah. And then that's where you get your team. Nice. All right. Time for our Logo Madness update. So we've been uh, really, really stretching out a long battle to determine <laughs> the greatest American League logo. Uh the voting is is still going on. Uh, it will be wrapping up here in the semifinals, though. Right now, it looks like uh, the Detroit Tigers are going to defeat the LA Angels in their matchup, Good. and the Kansas City Royals are going to win their matchup, which means we're going to be looking at a one versus two seeding final in Logo Madness. The way it should be. The Tigers versus the Royals. Voting on that will begin uh, Wednesday Wednesday afternoon. So uh, when you're listening to this, I know that most of our hundreds of thousands of listeners are <laughs> listening. The data tells us they download the show at 6 a.m. and they listen to it between 7 and 8 a.m. because they, they just want to get it in before they have to. And whoever win. wins, they'll be like, hey, we suck as a team, but our logo wins. <laughs> That's exactly what they'll say. 
<laughs> All right. And guys, and then just uh, if you get any extra think time in the next few weeks when we do National League Logo Madness, uh, think about how we can speed it up a little. I will. Okay. All right. That brings us to our first commercial break. That's Pelotonia. Coach, you want to do a Pelotonia commercial? Yeah, Pelotonia. It's a fantastic uh, organization that puts together this bike ride that you guys have been together for, is this your eighth? Seventh. Seventh, And this is my third. Um, And it's, you raise money, 100% of the funds go directly to research, James Cancer Research, uh, Ohio State's facilities, uh, corporate corporations support everything else that's why they can do it it's it's a top-notch class a uh organization this is my third year and i'm with maestro it's one of my favorite days weekends of the year because it's just you feel so good about yourself but you also feel so good about what they're doing and fighting cancer noise yeah we're 24 we're 24 days out fellas 24 days out, Maestro had his first training ride uh, today. How'd that go, Maestro? No, it went surprisingly well, it's, which is not going to help my procrastination with my training. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, and I would say uh, about Pelotonia, you can go to sportswednesday.com and you'll see uh, links to all three of our fundraising pages. Click on the one that says Big Man on Campus, make a donation. <laughs> it never gets anyone, old. It never anyone does. Who, Anyone who donates to any of our rides gets to come to the party at Maestro's house. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a good party. Um, it's a good right. party. Mm-hmm. It's time for the cancer question, mm. which which comes along with this again. Uh, Maestro, as a cancer survivor, was treated at James in 2012. Once a week, I can ask him a, a cancer question, but in a little twist, Coach now has the ability to steal if he thinks he can make <laughs> the answer funny. I can't wait. Now, Coach... Just to clarify, Coach has never had cancer, as far Correct. as we know. Yes, so, right. But but Knock nonetheless, on nonetheless, he argued. He advocated for himself to have the right to steal. <laughs> Sound like such a jerk. Go for yeah. it. Are you ready for the cancer question, Maestro? Bring it. All right. My question is: What was the most awkward conversation you had about having cancer? Other than this one right now? Yes, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Awkward. Um, nothing really comes to mind. The whole thing was pretty awkward, Peter. I'll be honest. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody ever me. like? Have you ever talking to someone and they're like, "Oh, I do this thing called Pelotonia. Do you know about it?" And then you're like, "Oh yeah, I've done it seven years, and also I had cancer and was treated at the gym." <laughs> um, that that has actually has happened, and it is pretty awkward, but. Um, let me ask this. It all works out. Let me ask this. And this isn't trying to be funny, but like when people do, <laughs> when, do you ever withhold bringing that up? Sure because it's not going to be funny. Would you ever withhold that you're a survivor at some points I, because you I don't do. want to go through the entire story? I, I do 95% of it. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah that makes sense. It's, it, it's not a one sentence story. And so. No. And it's, you got to, you got to, you got to hunker down for it. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of people that know. Honestly, even at work, there's like a handful. It's just not one of those things. I There's a lot of people that, that – a lot of survivors that are very proud and they love to tell it, and that's awesome yep. for them. It's just yep. not my – it's not my thing. It's not your bag. Mm-mm. But if we get you a T-shirt that says hashtag cancer survivor, will you wear that to work? Sure. All right, we're doing it. Nice. Nice. All right, Coach, that brings us into Act 2. Oh, what do you know? It's time for Act 2. That would be Act 2. Do we want to have a little bit of uh, I music, need music before the, we go in yeah. here? Some dark. Okay. 
Something evil. Ooh, evil. Yeah. Ooh, I think I got something. Nice. All right, act two. And uh, I hope you guys are as excited about this concept as I am, because this concept I came up with uh, watching the Summer League, the NBA Summer League, because a participant in the Summer League is, I just cannot stand this guy. Um, And it's Grayson Allen. And I don't know if you guys saw last week that his first Summer League game, he got a technical and he did exactly what Grayson (laughs) Allen does. And he drives me nuts. Nuts is a nice word for it. So I thought, let's. How do you get a technical summer league game? Because you're, he's a. (laughs) Exactly. How do you? So I thought, let's come up with the Mount Rushmore of sports villains. And we're all going to get a chance to pick one villain. We're going to start with the Major League, Major League Baseball. We all get one choice. That's tonight. tonight. We all get one choice. And the fourth one, we all have to bring out our candidate and we debate to see who is the fourth face etched in rock as our Major League Baseball. Villains mm. of the sport, mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. and uh, probably probably won't happen tomorrow. But in the next day or two, uh, I think there'll be a little Photoshop magic. Oh, I can't wait! I was hoping you were going to do yeah. that. Yeah. I was so hoping. All right, so okay, who would like to go first? I I have a lot of names on a list that I can pick from. So if somebody wants to go okay. first, I'll give them a shot. I I can go first because honestly, you know, I'm I'm a definitely a casual baseball fan, so. The, 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 the guys I'm going to pick. What's that? You have CBK? Yeah. yeah. Casual baseball knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to be digging too deep. It's going to be the guys that you think, you know. Yeah, the they should be. Hated guys. But um, I kind of, I, I pulled like five or six guys that came to mind first. And I've, I think I've whittled it down to two. And my uh, my game time decision is going to be Manny Ramirez. Ooh, what? Manny Ramirez? Oh no way! Manny Ramirez I, is going up there as the villain. What? I always hate. Okay, so here's, here was my rule, and I didn't say at the beginning. You have to give us the reasons why. You have to. You can't just say it. You have to tell us why. You know, he was just a lollygagger. He left Cleveland. I hated all that. I hated his – he always wore different pants than the rest of his teammates. <laughs> um, oh, God. Outside of, outside of that, he was just a, a chotch. He, you know, he lied about he lied about doing – you know, oh. he, he, he did the steroids. He beat his wife. He's just a, he's, he's a douchebag. Oh, man. All right, that I got to tell you, if you would have, if I would have made four yeah, guesses, five guesses about who you were going to pick, he would have been ten. That's some, that, he's he threw your, me out there. Yeah, he's your automatic pick, so he's, he's on not, the mountain. We can't take him uh, off. He's etched. I did, I did not. I did not know he beat his wife though. So that that definitely changes it for me. Puts him in. in it it in definitely the puts him in there. I mean, he, he instead of pleading guilty, he just retired. I mean, oh, with the uh, steroids. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. They're work they're working on it right now. Well done. That that wearing different pants than the rest of the team was was pure maestro. <laughs> oh, that was gold. oh my god. <laughs> Those big baggy like, pants. Oh, big baggy. Oh, I was like, dude. I gotta tell you though, that guy could rake. Yeah. He could. God, he was good. 
All right. BMOC, who's your pick? All right, so I am I'm I'm gonna go classic because this is for a mountain, it's for Mount Rushmore, and I don't think that we can overlook people from before our era. So I have to go with Ty Cobb. Yes. Well won. Well done. And a fan a fantastic player and a horrible human being. <laughs> Not just, I mean, he's the guy who invented coming in spikes high. He used to sharpen his spikes so that he could he could do uh, a lot more damage. And then, you know, his just whole life was a mess of uh, womanizing, misogyny, beating uh, women, racism. The list goes on and on. So Ty Cobb definitely has a spot on the Mount Rushmore ability. He's, he is a POS. Total POS. So to clarify, so there's going to be a Mount Rushmore for each sport? Yes. And what my Uh, plan is, we're going to have a Mount Rushmore for each sport. And then when we have all the sports, which are the four majors, sorry, soccer, then um, (laughs) we're going to have to decide amongst those four who goes on the villains of all time for all the sports. So there's going to be one baseball, one football, one hockey, and one um, basketball. Gotcha. Okay. And then there'll be one Mount Rushmore to rule them. Yes. And and so soccer knows. So Keith Furphy, I'm sorry, sorry. Keith Furphy, you're out. We're not going to talk about you. Yes, your monument Jeffrey will be Vegas. somewhere else. All right, what do you got, Coach? Uh, Who's your automatic pick? Well, so I had an automatic pick, but you guys went, you went off the field. So mine's a little mm. bit different. Mine's on the field. So okay. I just picked the classic villain, basically the guy that either, if he was for your team, you probably loved him, but everybody else hated him. And I went with Reggie Jackson. Just because oh, nice. Reggie Jackson would step up to the plate, and if he was not on your team, he was bombastic. He was cocky. He would strike out four times, but if he connected, he crushed your team. He fought with his manager, Billy Martin, numerous times, got yanked out of a game for lolly. Like right in the middle of the game, Billy Martin pulled him from right field because he didn't hustle out to, to catch a ball, and they got in this huge fight in the dugout. Steinbrenner loved him, which is another guy. I just it, Reggie Jackson. You just you just love to hate him. All right, Reggie Jackson, and uh, he uh, once called himself the straw stirs that stirs the drink. The drink. That's right. Yeah. Which Thurman Munson was the uh, the captain at that time, and he said, "Yeah, Thurman just sees the he's just sees the straw. He doesn't know what to do with it." Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Reggie Jackson. Okay. All right. All right. So now we we get a. Are we all going to nominate one for the fourth spot and then argue it out? Yes, we are. All right. All right. Do I go? Yeah. Go go for it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Barry Bonds. Okay, Barry. Mm. Yeah, it's tough to argue against him. It is. Uh, I this for me, it's it's tough because I I thought Jose Canseco would have been named by now. Yeah. Yeah. But I also thought about Albert Bell a good deal. Oh, I have him. I have him on my list too. I'm going to go Canseco just because Maestro has already put Manny Ramirez on it. I don't want two mid-90s Indians oh on the Mount Rushmore baseball villains. Damn. All right. So I have – oh, those are good. So uh, Joey Bell, you're forgiven for the cork. Nice bag. job, Joey. Um, I'm going to kill you guys. Don't call me Joey. <laughs> I'm going to run you over on my front lawn. All right. So – I like Barry Bonds, and I have two that I want to talk about. I had um, the other one I was thinking about was John Rocker. Oh, yeah. oh I forgot about him. So I might, I might throw. He, we do not have a pitcher yet, so I'm, I think I'm going to put John Rocker up there to talk about. John Rocker. Not only is he a pitcher, 
another Cleveland Indian who was on the Indians for a while. And where he actually flew, he threw a cup of urine at a yes. fan? Peed on the side and then threw it. Oof. I yeah, forgot about that's him. Kinda, that's tough to beat. And he was racist. Oh, so racist. So racist. Oh, he was such a D-bag. All right. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to... I'm going to vote for Rocker for the fourth spot. Okay, so... I, I think it's worth... I mean, Canseco and Bonds are bad, especially with the steroids and stuff, but, you know, I think Manny represents the steroid story. So we do... We You know, it's it's kind of... We do have the steroids, we have the classic Cobb, and then we have your... Kind of like your comic book villain in Reggie Jackson. So, egomaniac. Egomaniac. So do you want to make a case for Barry Bonds? Maestro? No, I'll, I'll go with Rocker. I mean, the... Okay. Yeah, I forgot about him. Okay, so it's John Rocker. Yeah, he, he was, John Rocker makes it. <laughs> so Ramirez, uh, Ty Cobb, Reggie Jackson, and John Rocker. <laughs> at at, at some point, I know, at some point, like maybe in mid-August when the show literally has nothing to talk about, we'll do the Mount Rushmore of steroid dopers. Oh, fantastic. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that is our Mount Rushmore of sports <laughs> villains. Let me write this down. Again, it's Reggie Jackson who is the only uh, member on the mountain now who has his own candy bar, as far as I know. Reggie Bar. Mm. Ty Cobb. The great Ty Cobb. Did you guys ever see that Manny movie? Manny Ramirez. Oh, I, that throws... <laughs> <laughs> Manny. Pants villain, Manny <laughs> Ramirez. <laughs> and John Rocker, who Tom Hamilton, I love whenever he comes up, he refers to him as the idiot John yes, Rocker. Yes, the idiot John Rocker. You know, kind of like the outlaw yes. James, James. He's always like, that's when we had the idiot John Rocker on the team. <laughs> All right, it's it's a decent it's a decent Mount Rushmore. It will uh, hopefully inspire plenty of debate if you're out there uh, and you disagree with our choices. Tweet at us at Sport Wednesday and let us know who should be on the Mount Rushmore sports village. Mm. That's a long title. Should we just call it like Mount Hatemore? Or we need we need some Mount Rushmore of sports villains. You don't like that? Yeah, maybe we should call it the National Football League Annual Player Selection. <laughs> maybe. Or don't even think about wearing different pants than the other player more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going cons- to have to think about what pants I'm wearing whenever I see Oh, my, my God. Friend. You better not be different than us. <laughs> That's a fantastic, uh, fantastic activity for Act 2. Uh, Coach, and I know that you didn't put it on the show sheet, but it snuck it back in there. I don't did. know how it showed up. <laughs> it's time for the one segment that I can't believe we still do. What hat are you oh, wearing? So g- Coach, are you wearing a I hat? I am wearing a hat. All right. Is it a professional sports it team hat? It is not a professional sports team, but it is a sports team. Mm-hmm. And it's. Let me. I'll help you out. It's a sports team you've guessed before. Mississippi. It is Old Miss. All right. Coach with this Old Miss hat on. Nice. Uh, you went to a game at Old Miss. That's right. Yes, I did. And I and and we uh, tailgated in what they call the Grove, and um, yep. it was an experience. I mean, tailgating like I've never seen. People dressed up, um, wearing bow ties. Like, yeah, nice. Way different than an, uh, an Ohio State tailgate. That's right. Okay, but you enjoyed. Oh, I had a great time. Yeah, very good. Who'd they play? They played Vanderbilt. Ooh, a Mississippi Vanderbilt game. How'd you get tickets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there goes our Mississippi. There audience. they go. 
We're slowly alienating people like a city at a time. Yeah, we're doing a good job of that. Very good. All right, Maestro, how about you? You got a hat on? Of course I got a hat on. Is it a place you've been? Uh, I've seen a game. Oh, okay. So it's a sports team. Is it a professional sports team? Yeah, you could say that. You could say that? But if we said it, would we be wrong? Or would we say it and we'd be right? Is it a Columbus Clippers hat? You got it, Peter! Clippers! Ring your bell! First of all, let me point out, Maestro has correctly guessed your hat three weeks in a row. Which is, after like going 19 (laughs) weeks with never guessing a hat. So, props to him. Uh, I don't. I can't believe I got that Clippers. Hit. That's impressive. Hey Pete. Yeah. You wearing a hat? I Ooh, am. he is today. The streak of no hats has ended because I bought a new hat and I. No way. It. So it's a new hat. Yes. Is it a professional sports team? It is. It's the Cleveland Indians. Is it the C? It's a Cleveland Indians hat. That's right. It is. Uh, it is not the game hat that they wear with the black C. It's a gray hat, and it has the wishbone C, oh. which they wore in this. Yes, a red wishbone. So, yeah. So I, I saw. I saw it at Old Navy, and I was like, I've never seen one like this. This is kind of cool. And oh, I know, want to see been it. Kind of sluffing off on what hat are you wearing? So, yeah. That. Uh, well, follow us on Instagram to Ooh, see. I can't wait. My hat. I'm Ooh, excited. Yeah. Along with, I can't wait to see the pictures. <laughs> yeah, good times. What hat are you wearing? Folks, it's just, it's compelling audio. <laughs> and we just can't quit it. Yep. The only other thing that's maybe more compelling is a basketball-themed board game called Hoopsters. Hoopsters, the official sponsor of Sports Wednesday. Two. It's the greatest basketball-themed board game you've never played, and you've never played it because we don't quite have it to market. Not yet. Coach and I invented this this game in 2003. We've been refining it for 15 years ever since, and every week we give a little update on our efforts. Uh, I thought uh, last week's uh, watching Maestro and my friend Hoops play the game was super instructive. Oh, way instructive. Two and oh, two yeah, and Yeah, Maestro oh. can't lose. Maestro won twice, and my friend Hoops texted me the next day, and he said, "Let me know because I want to get one of those games." So. Oh, we got to we got to start making them. It really, it really is fun. Yeah. Very good. So, folks, if you want to know when Hoopsters is ready, go to hoopsters.store, drop in your email address, and uh, you will be in the know because you'll be on the Hoopsters, the very rarefied air of the Hoopsters <laughs> email list, which is still six people. Again, the next four, the next four subscribers. Will also receive a magic eight ball oh. pen, which to which they can turn over the burden of decision. Which I, I, I have to, I have to ask, um, Maestro. Maestro, did you get your pen? I have not gotten one, but you got, got yours, mine. right, Coach? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right, I gotta gotta get my. How's the? What's the status of our logo there, Maestro? Oh, it's it's backburnered. I've got a couple other fires that I'm working on right now. You need to get your. Talking about the new sports yes, Wednesday you got to get your priorities straight. I do. Like, come on. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take my pewter with me on uh, vacation. Yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course, when when Coach says get your priorities straight, he means finish all your freelance work yes. first. Yeah, that people are waiting. No, on. I I, I then. didn't mean that at all. <laughs> well, I gallivant at the skate park and go up to Cedar Point and ride roller coasters. <laughs> you do. 
do work with your free time. <laughs> Just get the shit done, all right? <laughs> Coach, I will say this, right? I, I mean, first of all, I think it's great that teachers have the summer off. I understand <laughs> that they work 1.5 times harder than everyone else the rest Correct. of the year. But I, I, I love how you spend your summer. Just following you on Instagram and you're skating, you're at the skate park, then you're uh, you're killing zombies, you're at Cedar it's, Point. It's, it's almost as if 12-year-old you is designing your it's, It is kind of like that. It, it's a, it's well put. I just, hey, I'm just a rider in the bus and the kids tell me where to go and I'm just lucky that it's fun. All right, man. All right. So that uh, brings us to act three. That means we need a little bit of music. We have Let's to have some music. See what I got in the hopper here. What do you got in the hopper? Hmm. I'm running out of songs here. Oh. Oh. Let's, oh. Let's dig up. Let's dig up. Dig out a classic here. See if anybody recognizes this one. Uh, Sounded great, but I did not connect it. That's actually called the Manny Ramirez Sports Song. <laughs> He's got his long pants on. What? Uh, can I have a hint? That was a uh, that was a song called Thirty Two off the uh, second LP by a band called Copias. Oh, nice. That is, that's a that's nice. that's a deep cut. That's on that's on um, Starboard Rail. That was on. Nerf. Future Radiant Shine. Future Radiant Shine. That was our oh. that was our, our lead-off single. The interesting thing about your music career, uh, Maestro, is how you document like where you are in life. So you're in your 20s with Delicious. You have that song about trying to pay off your Visa card, you know. Then uh, you get to <laughs> yeah. a little later, you know, in Starboard Rail, you're, you're working because you got a family to support. And so, like, Uniform comes out. And, uh, and then... Future Radiant Shine has 32 on it. And then uh, Teeth Like Cities has, I'm sure, other good songs. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, you know the new Copaz record that's coming out is going to talk about, uh, you know, 401Ks, uh, sending right. the kids off to college. Mm. Hernia operations. <laughs> Hernia. Uh, high blood pressure. That's our lead-off single right there. Let's let Maestro decide. Okay, well, it's time for Maestro Decides, and again, Coach put the show sheet together, so Maestro Decides is going to be a little bit different than usual. It used to be either Coach or myself came up with the topic, and then we argued it out, but Coach, what's So I want to twist it up. I don't want to have either one of us have a chance to know what the topic is. It's clean, fresh, so Maestro comes up with the topic, and then he's going to flip a pretend coin and say who goes first, and as soon as he says go, you got you got 30 seconds. Is it not thirty seconds? What How if, long is what it? Do I pick? Do I pick which side you're on? Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. And uh, here, here's the other thing that I think will make really good listening. Uh, when he says "go," we both argue it at the same exact time. <laughs> you can fix that in post, right? Oh uh, yeah. All right, my show. What do you got? <laughs> now I want to do that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it once and see see if Maestro can determine it. <laughs> yeah, I, I might laugh too much. I, 
When I got the text, I, I said, I'll just go with the first thing that comes to mind. And this is what came to mind. It's it's no Urkel like we did a couple weeks ago. All right. But... Can I do that? Uh, all right. Here we go. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got two two uh, famous strong fellas, Nolan Ryan and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> what? Which one of them wins in an arm wrestle contest? Pete, you get Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, you get Lou Ferrigno. Say go. Go! Okay. I, I, I'm Listen, it. arm wrestling Straight is up. There's no it. chance. Nolan Ryan was I'm gonna not say four letters by anyone. You Robin Ventura charts the mound. He took him down. He takes the Hulk off and shove. Okay. Ferrigno's a baby. Ferrigno is green and badass. Hulk wins. Nolan Ryan adds to a Cy Young collection. <laughs> so how do I pick if I can't even decipher? I, you just got you got to be like, what came what? through me? Maybe I do it. Maybe I do it on Instagram. So we don't know until later. Yeah. All right. What do you think? I know I won. That way, Maestro can listen to the recording over and over and over. So oh, he can he, can, like he can pull out what what we said. Yeah, it's a good way to finally get to listen to the to show. Listen to the show. <laughs> Well done, BMOC. Get him to listen. All right, all right. That was fun. All right, I, I know, I know. We didn't get to really do the arguments, but but I think just the chaos of both of us shouting our arguments at the same time was, was pretty good. <laughs> There's like this form of high school debate where you get scored based on how many points you make in like two minutes that you yeah. have. So literally, they speed shout it. They're like the first point, and 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 that's how they do it. Both of them talking at the same time. No, but 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 when they're talking, it's like they're they're like auctioneers, oh right? They're not really doing thoughtful arguments; they're doing quantity over quality. I, I, and and apparently that's just so how they it flood is. the market and see how many stick. Basically, throw it against yeah. the wow. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm posting. I'm going to put a little clip of it so you guys. Oh, can excellent. Hear it. Well. Increase from about a quarter to the 1% of the country GDP, not enough to set the economy to free fall world producer recession oil prices differently than uh, did 15 years ago. Tend to go up, stay up, throw up, stay up, stay up, stay up. We have a solve, 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 solve these mechanisms for inflated by space. This goes away. You cannot benefit from science discovery of the United States. Miss Overcome uh, uses scary scenarios to shock the public, make action more popular. Your worst evidence will be more in the link debate on the K, but also alarms of hijacked. You'll, you'll hear it, coach. I don't think Maestro will ever get to this point in the show. No, he, no, this is way too far into the show. Hey, now, come on. Okay. So we're in Act Three. We're gonna to get to the to to the scoreboard. I want to update here. So uh, I'm gonna to have to make a call here on the pull point. Okay. Coach uh, went for a bike ride, but he had the pull app set to walking, and so he earned a lot more money than you usually earn. P.S. Peloton, you probably want to look into that. Yes, you do. The maestro he did uh, he did a bike ride, and he earned what you earn for biking. So if we're judging by money raised, Coach would get the point. But I think we have to look at the mileage. Okay. And Maestro edged out Coach. Maestro wrote 15.7 miles. Coach wrote 14.7. So I think the pull point this week goes to Maestro. Now, I do want to say, yesterday I did the pull app while I was at Cedar Point. Oh, yeah? How, how much did and you And I do? earned 86 more cents. Mm. How far did you How far so did I you walked, walk? Uh, let me pull it up and I'll tell you exactly. Pull it up. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, there was pun intended. So I walked, let's see, 1.7, two miles, two and a half miles. 
2.5. So that puts him mileage wise over Maestro. So now I say that the pull point should go to coach, but at this point I should just take it for myself. <laughs> How about we all get a quarter point? Uh, Maestro, are you, all, are you all right with coach getting the pull point this week? I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he earned it. I do want to see a screen capture of yours. I will. I will send it to you. And I wish I had my, I wish I had the pull app going when I was walking through that Atlanta airport. <laughs> yes. So got at least six miles there. <laughs> yes. Once see, again, Once again, coach, you have to submit the screenshots before we start recording the show. Uh, <laughs> we're going to let it go this week, but next week. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I broke protocol. Legal. So last that week we did, me. we did world cup. Locks, Maestro and Coach faced off in France and Uruguay, and Coach got a point there. Mm. France! Uh, I stuck with Croatia, as I have all along, and I got a point in their shootout win over Russia. So here are the totals. Now, they're they're not correct on the sheet because I had given Maestro that point. <laughs> For once, Pete's Croatian heritage is paying <laughs> off. Oh, it's, the hairy arms are winning. <laughs> it's true. I also don't sunburn. Okay, so that makes... Maestro, 74 of 112. Coach, you are 68 of 112. That pulls you even with me at 68 of 100. It's a ball game, guys. It's a ball game. week. All right. All right, so I turn it over to you, Coach. What are we doing for locks? All right, so the locks of the week, very simple. We are doing the winner of next week's All-Star game. So you just have to – it's a 50-50 shot. But there's a bonus point. You ha- you can name the MVP from the game. Okay. The MVP so, usually goes with the winner, right? That always goes with the winner. Yeah. And uh, I think Maestro should go first because he didn't earn any points last week. I, I just oh, went first. Oh, you don't want to go first? I don't want to go first. All right, I'll go first. I'll go first. I defer. You go first. BMOC, you right. go first. Okay, how about same time? One, two, three. <laughs> All right, I'm definitely picking the American League, and I'm picking Aaron Judge for the MVP. Oh, that's a good pick. That is such a solid pick. Um, all right, I'm doing the uh, American League as well, but I am picking hometown hero, J-Ram, Jose Ramirez. Nice. Well. Now it's your turn. I know that the American League's won it, what, the last five, six times? Yeah. So I'm going against the grain. Good. I'm going to take the National League. Good. And uh, you're going to pick Willie Stargell. I'm going to pick uh, Clinton Hurdle. Jack, no. Uh, I'm going to take, <laughs> since I was in Atlanta, I'm going to take uh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Nice. First baseman. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's hard to pick an MVP in that game because everyone plays a couple of innings, right? So it's whoever gets a couple, a couple good swings in. Yeah, and you get if you get a good hit, and like say you hit a home run early, they'll leave you in. So you got you got to strike early. Do you guys watch the All Star Game? I do. Do you make do you make it a point too? I do. I enjoy it. How about you, Maestro? Uh, I don't think I've ever watched it. That's a big surprise. <laughs> I've watched the I, Home Run Derby though. Have you ever watched yeah. sports before? I have to watch yeah. the ambush. Ugh. Watch um, the all-star game. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, I loved watching it. I so thought it was I. the greatest thing, you know, ever. And like if a guy whose baseball card I had did well, I was, I was stoked. But you didn't get to uh, see, but see back then you didn't get to see all the, like I followed the American league and I didn't watch a lot of the national league. So it was really a great time to actually see the other guys. Yeah. 
But and now they correct me if I'm wrong. They no longer do home field advantage. Correct. That is the, gone. Right. That's gone. So from 2003 to I think 2013, for 10 years, the winning league had home field advantage in the um, World Series. Right. Which they did after that ridiculous 2002 game, which ended in a tie. Correct. <laughs> because they ran out of players. Yeah. But see, like sitting there trying to trying to figure out what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm from Milwaukee. That's exactly what he sounds like. He does. He sounds just like that. Trivia. Okay, so that moves us right into trivia, and we're sticking with, I'm assuming this is baseball all-star trivia. Yes, yes. I hope you stuck with baseball all-star. Yep. Nothing from Smash Mouth. So. Uh, Why I don't you have NHL. Whoa. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Hit us with your question first there, Coach. Okay, so uh, the all-star game, has uh, they played, they've played 88 times. Um. And there's 88 keys on a piano. Oh. So, also 88 counties in Ohio. You got one more? Come on. You got to have three. Uh, Eric Lindros's name was 88. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying hard to think of a famous number 88, and, and I totally blanked. Lyle Alzado? Lynn Swan was 88. Lynn Swan. Nice. All right, Good so they played show. 88 times. Um, who's won more? What's the record? Uh, I'm going to say American League has won more. Okay. Do you want to guess? Yeah, I'm going to say they have won 53. Okay, 53 and 35. What do you say? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'll go with the National League. Okay. And What's I'll, your guess? I'll say... Uh, uh, 50. Mm-hmm. 50 and 38. Mm-hmm. All right. So you picked American and you picked national. You're both wrong because they're exactly 43 and 43, and there have not been one tie but two. This year it will break the tie. Just to remind everybody that coach is uh, a teacher. A big and 43 and 43 is 86, but then the two ties, ties makes it 88. What was the other tie? It was way back when. Way back in the day. Yeah, like, I, I they stopped playing because Ty Cobb had punched too many other yes. players. Yes. He had, he had spiked all the players and they couldn't play with seven. Yeah. Oh, so they've had two ties, which it was news to me. 43, 43, and two. Ugh. It should not be tied. I bet you feel real proud of yourself that you picked you picked a question knowing full well. Oh, I love it. Neither of us were going to say it's an exact. You know which one that is? None of the above, and everybody hates mm-hmm. none of the above. We're going to have to take your pool point. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a bonus question. Do you want the bonus? All right, All right. save it for the end. There's only I'm doing it now. <laughs> it's coach's show sheet. All right, coach, as you please. Yes. What's the only city that's never hosted a uh, an All Star game? Oh, that's a good question. Mm, that's probably a trick question too. It's not. They've all, there is one team. I'm not. I'm gonna get a recent team, so I'm gonna say maybe Miami. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Milwaukee. No, the Milwaukee was where the tie was. Yeah. Um, let's go with. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's go with the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you're both wrong. It was Tampa, Damn. Tampa Bay. Tampa. Their uh, stadiums. Uh, Sorry, Tampa Bay. Uh, but they are. They just signed a bill. They just signed a bill for a 900 million dollar new stadium in Tampa. So there's hope. 
Okay, hope for Tampa Bay. All right. And uh, Coach saying their stadium sucks means the Devil Rays will be or the Rays will be going on like an eight game win streak now. Yes, there goes karma. So the coach is done. Okay, I I will uh, go next. In those eighty eight years, there has been one Grand Slam in the All Star Game, and it was in nineteen eighty three, mm. hit by an American League player. I I think I know who this is. Go yeah. ahead, and you can guess. Who me? Yeah, guess. Eighty <laughs> three. American League. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Jimmy Carter. Yes. Jimmy Carter. I'm going to go with Fred Lynn. Fred Lynn is correct. Oh, I watched see, I, for the Angels. I watched, I watched that, that game. game. <laughs> My dad made me watch it. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but I I remember that. that. That one's like a big game of mine because I totally remember that one. I think uh, I think I think Maestro is starting to resent all of your great. I did this with my dad's stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I get so, it. Uh, yeah. So he hit it off Atlee Hammaker of the Giants. Um, most home runs career in the All Star game. Any guess? Mm, most home runs. I I'd like to say it's one of our villains. It's Reggie Jackson. You'd like to say that, but it'd be wrong. Oh. Maestro, you you want to guess that one? Uh, I was thinking about uh, another baseball memory of mine. Sorry. What was the question? No. Uh, who's hit the most home runs in all-star game history? Uh, that would be uh, Ted Williams. Ooh, close. Ooh. Stan Musial. Right oh, there. Stan the man. Stan well the done. Man. Yeah. Very good. All right, Maestro, what's your question? I've got two, actually. Mm. I've we, got... all ca- we all came with two. Actually, I've got three, but I think one you're gonna you would get pretty easy. So I'm not gonna do that. Manny Ramirez, <laughs> pants. <laughs> I got I got four classic uh, all stars that played okay. played many many all star games. I'm gonna name all four of them. You pick the one that was the oldest one to ever appear in an all star game. Okay. Ted Williams, Cal Ripken, Stan Musial, and Barry Bonds. Mm. Which one was the- Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken? God, that's what I was going to say. That's I, a strong I, pick. I'm going to stay Stan the Man. You both are wrong. It was Barry Bonds. He oh, played, really? He was 42 when he played in the 2007. That's the oldest? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Hard to believe. That is hard to believe. Who played in the most All Star games of all? Most all-star games. Mm. He's a cla- Pete Rose. He's a classic fella. It's not. It's not Pete Rose. Not Pete Rose. Damn. He, he played in a lot. But... What are you saying, BMOC? I'm gonna say Babe Ruth. It was Hank Aaron. He played in 21 all-star games. Jeez. 21. Can you believe that? No, he played a long time. What did he play? 24, 24 years or so? I don't know. I just oh, he played. I, he played. But I put it this way: he started his career on a, as the Milwaukee Braves, and yes. he did it as an Atlanta. Yes, so he <laughs> he stuck with it. Wow, twenty one—that's a lot. Twenty one, very good. So, in my All Star research, I came across another interesting stat. So, you mentioned Pete Rose, coach. Um, in, in one all-star game, he played five positions, played first base, second base, third base, right field, and left field. 
Jack nice. of all trades. You betcha. That's because he had a lot of money on the game. That's right, and he could change the game on <laughs> each position. <laughs> do what he could to win. Oh. And he had an error in all of them. All right, so that's good. All star trivia. Nice. Uh, Coach looks. In. I'm going to turn it over to you. Hear what we got next on on here. So, Coach we, v, Maestro. so Maestro threw this out there, and he's like, wants us to set the date. Uh, we're to play uh, tennis. He wants us to. You you basically want to put this in the books. The Coach Maestro match. Well, yeah, I mean, we did field goals. We did a couple uh, challenges. Yeah. So we haven't done a challenge in a while, and the weather's ripe. Let's do challenging. it. I'm saying it should be next week. Well, I'll be I'll be away. So that's why it should be next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in two weeks. Two weeks. We're going to live tweet it. All right, let's do it. At least part of it. That is the week of July 22nd. Yes. And is this going to happen like on a weeknight or is it going to be a weekend? Let's see. We could do a weeknight. Let's do a weeknight. Yeah. We'll play a set. Do you know they got rid of our courts, though, that we play on? Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to find other courts, but I don't know how we will in a mm. – where there's 10 high schools within five miles of us. <laughs> All right. Coach, have, have you ever coached tennis? That's a great question. No, I have not. Which is odd because you were a high school tennis player, went to regionals yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, oh, absolutely. I've coached, coached more basketball and baseball, which were probably my least successful sports in high school. Yes. And soccer and tennis, I mean, I did some youth soccer, but I haven't done any tennis. Yeah. That is strange. So do you think you use those sports to coach because you're like, it didn't work out for you as a player and you're like, I'm the coach now. <laughs> yes, it's karma. It's all coming back. I'm, I'm trying to deliver some karma to other people through their Alrighty. kids. Well, that brings us to final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> final final thoughts. thoughts. I thought we were gonna we were gonna break an hour, but unless we get all of our final thoughts in the next two Dang minutes it. and twenty four seconds, <laughs> we're not gonna, gonna do it. We can cut out everything all that right. Maestro says. What? Uh, that's All right. Not very nice. I know. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go. Oh, go ahead, Pete. Uh, mine is a World Cup final thought, and it's just uh, so I did. I did get to watch the end of the Croatia Russia game. I was uh, at a motorcycle uh, rally, and I watched it in a tent on this guy's phone, <laughs> surrounded by like six other Croatians from Cleveland. Uh, who I didn't know, and yet, like, it was just one of those moments when we we're all screaming and high fiving and hugging each other. And it's, I just love those moments that sports provide sometimes, you know. And it's just in the weirdest place. And no, no, no uh, forearms caught on fire with all that friction. Yeah, very few forearms <laughs> caught on fire. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's really cool. You have to be, you have to be careful hugging another Croatian because it's like a Velcro situation. <laughs> oh, it's like corduroy. Yeah. So we typically will do like a well, fist bump or do, you know, handshake half hug. So hugs are very dangerous. <laughs> I'm, a Cro- I'm a Croatian. Hugs are dangerous. That should be a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Good my, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback and you kind of brought up my final thought about uh, don't, flop, don't, flopping. Don't, and okay. I, I, I got to tell you, um, watching the sport, it's, it, it I understand why it doesn't do well in the United States. I, I feel like the way that that's portrayed, 
and there's nothing wrong with the sport. I love the sport and it, it is an absolutely, you need great athletes and, and I'm not saying they're not tough. These guys are, are tough, but when you see what they put out there and you see these guys flopping, like, was it, uh, Rodino with the, the role that he had and, and watching this game where everybody was, it was so dramatic. Um, and Americans don't want their athletes to be portrayed like that, whether it be good or bad. They don't. They want them to be tough. They want them to be jump up. I mean, let's talk about Kurt Schilling with a bloody sock, whether it was real or not. Um, guys coming. I mean, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Is there a thought that that's not real? No, there's a conspiracy that they, that I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I believe it's real, but there's a conspiracy that people think that it was fake. You got to stop listening to your seventh grade boys. <laughs> They wouldn't even know Kurt Schilling. And then, um, you know, Ronnie Lott ripping off the tip of his finger to finish the game. That's how Americans like their sports heroes. And these guys do themselves no favors. They they come off as prima donnas. They come off as soft. And it just, it hurts its fandom in the United States. So let me ask you this, because we are seeing, I would say, an epidemic of flopping in the NBA now, particularly a lot of this. I'm going to launch my body into you at, from the three-point line yes. just so I can get a call. And uh, it's very distasteful to me, but it's certainly part of the game. I know. It's an unfortunate part of the game, which in both cases, they, they're even talking that the, the the announcers, even on the game that I was watching, they're basically saying there's something has to be done. It's just because <laughs> – and it was kind of a good point. Like now in HDTV, when they replay things over and over again, it just comes off as silly. Because they get right yeah. back up and play, and it's funny, you know. We watch. We were watching a lot of the Cavs in the playoffs, and I may have mentioned this already to our listeners. I apologize, but there was times where I thought I thought LeBron was flopping, and then he would get up. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like bleeding, or he's I like <laughs> his yeah. eyes been gouged, and I was like, "Oh man, sorry, LeBron, you did." Totally. I know. I, I was guilty <laughs> of that too. Yeah. So I know people always say LeBron g- gets calls, but I'll tell you what, the guy takes a beat. Oh, he gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, Maestro, let me ask you this. Who do you think coach has it out more for? Soccer in America or the Cincinnati Reds? <laughs> I'll tell you what, he has really, he, he's he, got something in his craw about soccer in America. I, will I am telling you. I want to coach before the year's out. I want a positive final thought coach, about soccer in America. Coach is one of the most agreeable guys I've met, but man, when it comes to Amer- America and soccer, he he's got a bone to pick. I just think it's oil and water. It's not working. I love soccer. I want it to work. It's just not. <laughs> Maybe the reason we do this podcast. I mean, we all have our own reasons for Maestro it gets him to practice guitar and coach coach needs somewhere in his life where he can be negative, right? Because he's just, he's a relentless machine gun of positivity. That's true. 24 seven when you meet him in person. So he probably needs to get, get some of the, the grumbles this is out. This my release. You get those boo-hoos out or else they'll make you feel baddie. <laughs> and that's why I cry myself to sleep every Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Why was he so mean to me? He's a mean man. Uh, all right, Maestro, what do you got for us? So, yeah, uh, talking about this, obviously this this shootout, it, it resonated with us all. Um, and I, I got to thinking about, you know, I, as a soccer player growing up, I was in plenty of shootouts and it was it was scary, you know. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, what 
what's scary? What do you think? Like coming down to that tie-breaking shootout shot or a last second field goal in like a football game or or a foul shot. Mm. Which one would you take? Which one would I rather do? Which one would you rather do? I mean, there's probably all kinds of scenarios, but those are the three that popped into my head where you're by yourself. Your team is riding on you, you know, yeah. to, to either get to the overtime or to win the game or to win the so in, it, it, final. The soccer, I'm, I'm kicking the penalty kick. I'm not the goalie, yeah, you, right? Yeah, you're kicking yeah. it. You're kicking it. All right, out of those three, the odds say I'd, I'd much rather be kicking the penalty kick. Mm-hmm. I th- I th- but, I mean – because the field goal out of all those three, the hardest, I think, for sure. And the yeah, that that is the hardest because there's twelve men trying right, to right, and there's you. so many factors in that. Yeah. Um, but God, they're all brutal. Yeah, they are. Right. They all have they all have crowds, right? And, you, and, and the thing is, I, I would take the free throw because unlike George Hill, I can make a free throw <laughs> every once in a while. for nineteen million dollars. Honestly, I would probably do the. Free the free free throw as well because you, yeah. you've seen that situation probably maybe ten times in that game already. You know, so, you've seen that crowd yeah. this that that moments happened already. So let me ask this though: Have you guys, and it could be anything like uh, youth basketball intramural, ever had to 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 take that free throw, like to tie the game or take the lead? I I haven't. I, I have had Little League where I came down, you know, I, I was the the last well, out. Yeah, that's that that's different. But like, yeah. like I'm saying, like the free throw, the ba- the basketball. Because moment. there's because I've done it twice, and it's no significant games. Like once it was in sixth grade, and once it was like an intramural. But I gotta tell you, there's something in the pit of your stomach, and this is what separates me from people that are really good. Is <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> you get up there and like everything goes jello, like. Yeah. I could hit a free throw, but like one time I made it, which was in sixth grade, but then the other one, I was an adult and I was standing up there as an adult. And like, I don't know what happened. I mean, I barely hit the rim. It was embarrassing, but I, but I couldn't, well, I was so scared. Well, I would say like the second you let a thought in your head, like I better not screw this it's up. Over. You're yeah, done. And I yeah, did. You're done. That's the difference between yeah. that's why these guys are so good because I did. And that's and why like, they, oh. that's why they ice the kick- kickers and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, know. I would say like the soccer shot, uh, that would be very hard for me because I wasn't a good soccer player. I just like would do a slow worm burner right to the goalie. But but I feel like those guys, they can put it anywhere oh, that they, they want. Can. You know what I mean? But you saw them miss. A lot of those guys missed. That's what's crazy. And, uh, you know, I having been in a bunch of shootouts and when you practice PKs in practice, man, that goal is giant. But man, when you're in a PK situation, it shrinks. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing how small that goal gets. Ed, it is true. Anyway, that's a good one. All right. Well, uh, Coach, uh, you can double check the show sheet there. I think uh, I think we've gotten through everything you want to cover. I think that's it. So uh, you want to go ahead and take yeah. us out, uh, Maestro? You get ready for our, our exit music. All right, everybody, go ahead and pat your David Blatt bobblehead on the head because <laughs> this one is in the books.
Nice little Van Halen. Well done. All right. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody. Good times.